A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God. All things came to be through him, and without him nothing came to be. What came to be through him was life, and the life was the light of the human race. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. A man named John was sent from God. He came for testimony to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light, but came to testify to the light. The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. He was in the world, and the world came to be through him, but the world did not know him. He came to what was his own, but his own people did not accept him. But to those who did accept him, he gave power to become children of God, to those who believe on his name, who were born not by natural generation, nor by human choice, nor by a man's decision, but of God. And the Word became flesh, and made his dwelling among us. And we saw his glory, the glory as of the Father's only Son, full of grace and truth. John testified him to him and cried out, saying, This was he of whom I spoke. The one who is coming after me ranks ahead of me, because he existed before me. From his fullness we have all received grace in place of grace, because while the law was given through Moses, Grace and truth came through Jesus Christ. No one has ever seen God, the only Son, God who is at the Father's side, has revealed him. The Gospel of the Lord. You may be seated. I don't think we have any children here this morning for a children's homily. I guess children are home doing what children do on Christmas morning. But... I want to share with you a story, it actually comes from the Old Testament, and in some Bibles you'll see this, this story called the Song of Songs, in other Bibles you'll see it called the Song of Solomon. It's a love story, and it's a beautiful love story. And like all love stories, there's a great deal of, of description of the beauty of the bride and the strength, how handsome and strong the bridegroom is. And the bridegroom is the king, he is the king who takes into his, his, uh, his home marries this beautiful maiden, and they marry in great joy. But about halfway through the book, it, it takes a twist. The king, the bridegroom, is busy. He's out doing kingly things. He's taking care of the affairs of state, and he's working, and he's dealing with, with armies and peoples and all the things that kings have to do. And he comes home late. So when he comes home, he goes to the bride's chamber and knocks on her door. Well, the bride thinks to herself, it's late. I'm sleepy. I've already bathed and gotten ready for bed. Do I really want to open the door to him and, and deal with this? She hesitates. 
And then she begins to think, oh my goodness gracious, I, I've washed off my makeup, I've washed up all my perfume, my hair's a mess. You know, if he sees me the way I am now, he'll think, oh, she's ugly and not worthy of me. But then she begins to think, well, you know, about how handsome and strong the bridegroom is. And she says, I think I want to open the door to him. So she goes to the door and she opens the door, but it's too late. The bridegroom is gone. He has left. He got tired of waiting and decided that she wasn't going to open the door to him, and, and he goes off. The bride runs after him. She looks all over for him. She looks through the palace. She goes into the streets and looks for him in the streets. She asks the street guards, have you seen the bridegroom? But they tease her, they taunt her, they abuse her. And so she runs away from them. She finds some maidens and says, have you seen my bridegroom? And they help her look, but they can't find him. Finally, the bride finds the bridegroom in the garden. And when she finds him, she runs to him and puts her arms around him and says, I am my beloved's and he is mine. That's a beautiful story. But what does it have to do with Christmas? Throughout Scripture, Jesus always referred to himself as the bridegroom, and to us, his church, as his bride. Christmas is about Jesus, the bridegroom, coming to take his bride, coming to receive his bride, coming to share his love with us. Jesus comes on Christmas to show us how much he loves us. He is willing to leave his throne from heaven and become a baby, and to live through this life facing all of the difficulties and the struggles, the turmoils, everything that we go through. He goes through everything with us because he loves us. He has embraced us as his bride. The bridegroom comes on Christmas Day for us for us. Now we as the church often hesitate, don't we, when we hear the knock of the bridegroom. We hesitate for a lot of the same reasons that the bride in this story does. We begin to grow concerned that I'm not worthy of the bridegroom. We begin to concern that if he sees me the way I really am, he'll say, I'm ugly and won't want me. But the bridegroom sees his bride not as we see ourselves. He sees us through the eyes of his love for us. Now, most of you know that, that I'm married. I'm a married priest. I know a lot of, some of you may think, is there such a thing as a married Catholic priest? There are more and more. Actually, we have five married Catholic priests in this diocese, and I'm married. I've been married for almost 40 years, and my beautiful bride just keeps getting more and more beautiful every day, because even though we've grown older together, I don't see her as perhaps others mate, or perhaps as she sees herself, but I see her through the eyes of my love for her, and as I love her more and more each day, she just becomes more and more beautiful. 
And Jesus loves each of us with infinite, unconditional love, and he sees us as beautiful in his eyes. So we never need to hold back when Jesus calls us. We can run to him knowing that he does not see us as we see ourselves, but he sees us as precious and beautiful. He desires us. He desires and wants us so much that he came to us to live in our struggles and to let us know how much he loves us. His ministry was all about loving us, healing us, caring for us, giving to us, because he is our bridegroom and we are his bride. And sometimes we hold back because, well, we don't he we're so busy we don't even hear Jesus knocking on our door. But Jesus promises that he is knocking at our door all the time. And if we hear him and open the door to him, he comes to us and shares his supper with us, just as we've come together this morning to share in this Eucharistic feast with Jesus. And sometimes we don't open the door, we don't go to the door because there are just some, we have some problems with God, don't we? We don't want to open the door to God until we understand a few things, like why is there still evil in the world, and why doesn't the church act the way it's supposed to, and why are priests and bishops not as perfect as they're supposed to be? We want to understand. We want to know. But we'll never meet the bridegroom on our terms. We must come to him on his St. Bernard of Clairvaux loved to write about the, this book in the Old Testament. He loved to write about the bridegroom and the bride. And he says this, Seek your answer not in doctrine, but in God's grace. Not in the understanding, but in the longing of the heart. Not in research, but in sighs of prayer. Seek the bridegroom, not the teacher. Seek God and not man. Do not look to the light, but rather to the raging fire that carries the soul to God with intense fervor and glowing love. The fire is God, fired by Christ in the ardor of his loving passion. Jesus comes on Christmas morning to tell you that he loves you. If there is anything Jesus wants to say to you this morning, it is this. I love you. I love you. I am knocking at your door. And if you open the door, I will come in and we will share my meal together. Yesterday we had several masses and we had a lot of children in those masses and one little child named Tucker, I was, I was talking to him and I asked him, I said, I had all the children, I said, are you getting presents? They all said, yes, we're getting presents. I said, are you giving presents? Yes, we're all giving presents. And I said, what present did God give you this Christmas? And they said, they gave us, he gave us Jesus. And one said, he gave us himself, which is true. 
And then I ask them, so what gift are you giving God this Christmas? And there was silence. And then Tucker said, we give him ourselves. He got it. God gives himself to us at Christmas. And therefore, as we come to this Eucharistic feast, as we come to the table to share in this supper with the Lord, let us give ourselves to him this Christmas to know his love, to know his joy, and to know the embrace of the bridegroom.